Hello and welcome to week three of Three and You're In. On this week's show, we have Charlie Bowden. How are you, Charlie? Hello, folks. Great to be back. Myself, Keith O'Brien, and as always, the hostess with the mouses, Dylan Clayton. How are you, Keith? Um, thanks for uh, taking the taking the role as uh, the face of Three and You're In. <laughs> I have a face for radio, all right, Dylan. <laughs> Um, so, without further ado, I think we'll head over to Dylan with uh, this week's fixtures and results. Okay, great stuff. So, uh, yeah, great. Thanks again for everyone who uh, handed in, took the time to hand in the results and fixtures, namely your, yourselves and uh, Johnny, Johnny Young. Thank you all. Um, so, under twelves, uh, a they had a great result um, against Belvedere in the cup. They were they they won one nil. Great win. Um, very sloppy first half, but the lads still created some chances. But their keeper was really good. Their keeper was really good, Belvos, and kept it at nil all at half time. Second half, Cambridge came out a lot better and played some nice football. Um, Cambridge goal came from the penalty spot. Zach Mooney put it away, top corner, in the last five minutes. Oh, the last five minutes, Belvo threw everything at, at Cambridge, but they defended very, very well and uh, limited their chances. Great win. On to the next round. Um, that's brilliant for doing the 12s. Well done. Uh, under 16 major league results, Cambridge 4, Crumlin 2. A game not for the faint-hearted. Uh, Cambridge dominated the game, played some great football, went a goal up, um, but they got two quick goals at the start of the second half. The lads showed unbelievable character and quality to score three goals and win the game 4-2. The whole squad played their part in that performance. That's brilliant. Uh, goals came from Lucas Doyle, Luke Hart got two, Isaac McClay got one. Um, that's brilliant. That's a great win. Yeah, great win. Um, and then we've got uh, Cambridge under 15s uh, four. Am I right here? Am I lost here, Keith? Uh, they won four versus Lucan. No, no, that that, that match. Uh, Lucan couldn't feel the team, Dylan. Oh, okay. Um, so the un under 15s got a boy into the last 16. Oh, they got a boy. Okay, yeah. very good. Okay, Cambridge goes through the last 16. It was a national trophy with a walkover as Lucan could not feel the team. So. Well done, Cambridge, and just one more. Uh, the, the other 12s were beaten away in the Cup, so hard luck, lads, and move on and get your heads up for the next game. Yeah. Um, okay, and then the fixtures uh, next week is under 12A, Drogheda the boys versus Cambridge, and that's in Bob Marley's Lane in Drogheda at 10.50. Well, at 10.15. Marley's Lane, Marley's oh, Lane. Um, under 12, Division 5, Cambridge versus St. Joseph's. Was that Joey's from? Joey's, yeah. Uh, in the Flower Garden, and... In the flower garden, and the referee's name is Patrick Wood. <laughs> very good, very good. Um, I had a special branch while watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all rooting for them. Uh, Cambridge, uh, under 12, <laughs> under 12, <laughs> Division 6, Cambridge versus Killing the Manor. And that's also in the flower garden. And Patrick Wood doubling his money at half 12 on, on that day. What day is that, Keith? That's all uh, Saturday, sa is it? Which game is that, Dylan? Yeah, uh, Cambridge versus Killing the Manor. The, the <laughs> under 12, under 12. Sunday, um, yeah. Under uh, 15s, Division 4, Cambridge versus Talatown, and that's on the main pitch, 11-15. And guess who? Patrick Wood. Should be a um, game, that. He's going to be tired. What's his boy's name? Twiggy? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then under 16s, Major, um, Talatown versus Cambridge in Andy Moore Park, and that's to be confirmed. Uh, under 16D, Cambridge versus Beachwood, main pitch, 1 o'clock, Charlie, you read him out, will you? <laughs> Hold on, I get the glasses. Hang Paul Merrison time. Paul Merrison time. The crushing check, is it? Crush oh. check, Miss Chura. Yeah. 
Great, must, re- great ref in fairness. Must check yeah. my diary. Yeah. I'll ask Patrick Wood. Does he know him? He went to school with him. Um, under 18B, uh, Cambridge versus Beachwood also. That's two two Beachwood teams coming down. Yeah. Play Cambridge on the, the big Astro, and that's at 11.30, and, and that's, that's Christoph Michura. Yeah, Michura. And that's a really important game, Dylan. Is it, yeah? Um, the, the, under, the under 18s, they're, they're top of the table by about 10 points, but Beachwood have a lot of games in hand. And so, Beachwood would be kind of the only team that can really catch them. They've games in hand, and they're unbeaten, but I tell you, if our lads get a, get a result uh, in that game, it'll that's be, it'll, yeah. it's a really, really important game for, for a team. That's Laura and Paddy's team. Yeah. They've been together for so long. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like no, they're they're, they're coming rally. to the end of their schoolboy career now, and yeah. to get to get a, a win in that league, like that they're in Division great. B, you know yeah, what I mean? It'd be smashing be for them, you know. Best of luck. Yeah. And uh, under nine yellow have a blitz, and that's in uh, Bally Owen in Lucan. Yeah, and that's, that's at one o'clock. I think that's the girls' team. Yeah, I think that's the girls' blitz. Yeah. And then under sixteen girls uh, in the cup, and they are at home on the big Astro at ten o'clock uh, to Saint Ita's. Yeah. Um, the flying high, the under sixteen girls at the minute. Good, good win is, last week. Is the ref? So thank you for that. Um, we will move on swiftly to the ladies who the ladies were in last week with us. Um, our girls, our women. Emmett, what well, I don't know what to call you, but Seaway, the females. Um, Seaway, just the Seaway. There you go. And they had a great win, two uh, one away to Ballymackey. Uh, the goal scorers were Erica Nangle and Orla McGonagall. That's the McGonagall. Yeah, yeah. And and Eric is. She's prolific. Yeah. Unbelievable, yeah. All, all over the years. 40 smokes before the game and off she goes. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She related to Biffle? No, she's one. <laughs> yeah. She gets the same supplier from Biffle. Yeah. Um, yeah it's, it's amazing. Great win for them. Brilliant win for them. And, you know, great win on the road. Been, they've been off the, the scene for a little while. But the back training and all the rest of it. So it's, and I think huge results. The season still hasn't started yet. I no, think no. no. Bally Mackey season is uh, there in mid season. Yeah, so it's, it's, yeah, it's I read a, something about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a queer one because uh, and sort of when the girls first went into the football, they sort of nearly went all year round for the first year because um, a lot of the the cups, the, the Leicester Junior and the FAI, you had teams that are playing right through the year. Yeah. Yeah. So even though your fi- season finished up in August September, you might still get a game in in December if you were drawn on the cup. Yeah. So you had to be ready. Yeah, now fair play. Um, that just to finish it. That was the second round of the LFA Junior Cup, and um, the girls are now through to the quarterfinals, which will be played on the weekend of February the eleventh or the twelfth. Hopefully, it's a home. Uh, the draw will be tomorrow afternoon, which will be Thursday in your world. Yeah, because best look, girls, women. So well done. Um, then we move on to the senior men, and we have the CY first <coughs> team. They were beaten three two in extra time in the intermediate cup. Now, it wasn't there myself, but uh, we, we were tapping into it. We were watching as much as we can. I was away at the, the Liverpool Chelsea game. And, um, that was exciting. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> the coldest place I was ever in my life. Two, minus two degrees in Anfield. <laughs> that, that was just the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, God, it was desperate. It was horrible. The game, but, uh, the game the wouldn't warm your beta. Two up against the side that are decent side in the, in the top league. Um, a lot of top players playing for them. For certain reasons, yeah. but we won't get into it. Um, but the lads went 2 up, were doing very well, drawn back 2-1. Game went into injury time in the 97th minute of injury time. They got an equaliser. A very, very young squad out to, uh, this week, missing a good few players. So the, uh, all in all, beating 3-2, but all in all, 
absolutely brilliant. I think offhand somebody was saying to me those three quarters of the team are under twenty two. Yeah, that's phenomenal. That's, that's great. Spe- well, especially against the result wasn't great. Especially against a team like Luke and yeah. who have, as you say, a lot of quality players. And just to add, Paul Healy got a header. That was saying it's it's on the it's on the Luke and so Paul Healy got a header where most fellas wouldn't have kicked it aside. Yeah, you know, top top range header. Very good. Um, and then we move on to see we th- Saturday team our own our own uh, our own blood John Nolan manager. And um, they're really coming Him into form. Sam on yeah. You know what? For 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 two fellas who just persisted and stayed with it, and you know, yeah. looked after themselves and yeah. looked after the players that were looking after them, basically, yeah. yeah, kept it going, kept everything going. Not so long ago, before Christmas, home farm BC boy, eight That's true. yeah, and this and weekend now. gone. Saturday team beat home farm two 0 with a brilliant performance. Absolutely, phenomenal, you know? phenomenal. So it just goes to show you stay at it. You know, things will turn around and. Yeah, you know, there's, there's a lot to be said for pers- perseverance when Absolutely. it comes to football and stuff yeah. like that. Like but staying with it and sticking to a plan, you know. The, the, yeah. We'll talk about it later on, but the two lads just love it. Yeah, yeah, they're, 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 yeah. they're great uh, service to the club. Yeah, a brilliant. By the way, they're Yeah, well done, John. <laughs> um, and well done, Sam. Uh, okay, fixtures for the for the CY this weekend are the first time are home to Greystones on Friday night. That's so back in the league. Yeah, get down there and support the CY on this Friday evening, and then. Uh, the Saturday team are at home also the next day uh, to Longford Town um, under 19s in a friendly game. F- uh, kickoff is at 5 o'clock on Saturday on the Astro. Yeah, so we uh, get out and see what you know, what youngers are around on the bill. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. keep the Cambridge lads away from them. <laughs> <laughs> start come sniffing. Okay, and then we are nearly there, lads, with, with, uh, with everything. Um, Liffy's thanks John for sending the results even though you're you're off duty you're probably uh, do you like pina colada is he ever in the country you're look, one to talk talking. <laughs> you've got every, I'm one to talk as you've well. got every virus from Europe in this room at the moment which, <laughs> um, Liffy's Sunday side 1-0 on Friday night versus Kilnamana Liam Donnelly with the goal um, well done Liffs and Saturday side drew 1-0 away to Glebe uh, Glebe North on Monday night with Daniel Wilson with a goal. Uh, both of them are late games, league games. Um, the fixtures for Liffey's this week are the Saturday Sider home to Seaford Rock United at one o'clock on the Big Astro in Rings End, and the Sunday Sunday side are away to Lucan United in the league at eleven o'clock. Um, both of them are also league games. So thank you, everyone. That concludes the results section and fixtures. And um, yeah. We'll we'll take a quick break. Thanks, Ellen. Quick break. Come and join us at our Retro Cafe. Open weekdays from 10 until 2 here in the community centre. Come and check out our Karen's culinary delights. Hello and welcome back to part two of week three of Three and You're In. Uh, We have myself, Keith O'Brien and Charlie Bowden here from CY. How are you, Sal? How are you, Charlie? All good, Keith. Uh, Just leading on from some of the stuff we talked about, Charlie, um, Scott Foley, the Cambridge director of football, had uh, hosted uh, some some yourselves from CY and uh, one of the lads from Liffey's about some coaching opportunities for some of your players and and maybe some of your your backroom staff themselves. Yeah, speak. we got it. We got an invitation from Scott um, to the club to invite us down to Cambridge to, for a presentation, basically. And um, I know Scott. I know Scott well. We we clashed for years yeah. on and off the pitch, but. You know, the, the, the work he's doing there and, and the vision he has for the club is great. You it's know, great. Um, and it's just, just needs people to buy into it and everybody get behind it. 
But um, yeah, he brought us down and I was interested to see the way he's looking at things and the way he wants, his his vision of the way the area should be called. And it's not a, you know just about see why Livy's are there as well. Um, with a good chat about, you know, different ways of getting coaches, or get, you know, people involved. Everybody knows how hard it is. Everybody yeah. knows how hard it is to, you know, it's easy to start up a football team. But then when you put in the background staff and then you put in the coaching staff and I don't, you know, that maybe the manager or whatever and, and uh, for years and years, everybody depended on parents. Yeah. And we know the goods and bads of that. Yeah. You know, and that's, that, that's just the way it is. But to have coaches, I've, you know, for all the years I managed, I could see the difference of a fella who was properly coached, schoolboy, coming through to our club and a fella who wasn't. Might have been a difference in the way they played, but their attitude to turning up on time, ready for the game, boots done, subs handed out, you know, listening, yeah. adding, talking, helping people around them, and it's all down to good coaching in the background. Yeah. And that's I, you know, that's what I took out of what Scott was trying to do. How he does it, you know, and, and we're, we're going to push it on to the next stage, where we're we're going to try and invite people down to have a chat. The biggest problem, um, as you know, is time. Yeah. You know, and it's time consuming and, and it's putting it, giving in. So when you approach a young lad, you know, who might be playing, he might be playing on Saturday or Sunday, you're asking him to train with the club on Tuesday and Thursday, he might be down there Monday and Wednesday. That's five, six nights yeah. a week. You know, so that we, and again, that there's ideas around yeah. that and again, Scott has ideas around that. Yeah, and I know, I know, sorry to cut across Charlie, I know from talking to Scott, like, we're, we're so open to whatever works for the volunteers as well. It's, it's not, we're not going to dictate you have to do X, Y, and Z. It's to get people in the door, get them on their coaching pathway. It'll benefit the senior clubs down the road. 100%. Not alone will we be developing good coaches that, that can make their mistakes when they're, when they're starting out with, with young kids. It's not as noticeable when you, but if you go on to senior and you've no experience, you know yourself, Charlie, yeah, you'll be eating alive. Top, absolutely. You know? Yeah. You're eating alive by the players. Yeah, 100%. You know? And then you, when you have proper coaches and proper properly trained coaches, you have a better standard of player in the whole area. Yeah. So that's going to benefit all the senior clubs of the area as well, you know what I mean? Yeah, but as I say, it's 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 a way yeah. that needs to be done. It's yeah. being done elsewhere. Yeah. So why shouldn't yeah, we be doing exactly. it? You know? It's the proper way to do things. Yeah. Um, as I said, the, the player that then comes through, whether he comes and plays for Seaway or Libby's or any of the other clubs in the yeah. area, it doesn't make any difference. He's at the big coach yeah. probably. Yeah. But then his expectation of the club he wants to go for. So Cambridge set up, set it up in the way that this is this is the way it's done. Yeah. And he goes to one of the other clubs and they're not meeting that. He's gonna say, No, that's this not for me. Exactly, yeah. So it has to it has to right it, it's gonna be hard to, to to go and start what 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 Scott is trying to do under seventeens or eighteens or nineteens. They're probably just missed out. Yeah. But that doesn't say that they're not good enough or anything. That's not what I'm saying. You start with the under eights and the under nines and the under tens and you get Cambridge's way of doing things. Properly. Exactly, exactly. And eventually that comes. And it, it might be only talking six, eight years before yeah. that comes through. Yeah. And it's the same. And we definitely don't want to be missing, especially from my end of it, the girls. And yeah. it's the same thing. You know, we want to get girls coaching down there. Yeah. You know, we want to get them getting it under the belt that they're able to come back or come with a team eventually right through the clubs. Yeah. This be talking greedy from CY's point of view. No, but that's but, where yeah, from. exactly. I mean but, but it's up to other clubs to do the same, you know, yeah. it's up to other clubs to you know to throw that up and sport in. Yeah. And as far as I can say, we're gonna do what we can to help yeah. them. Brilliant Charlie. And another thing to touch on, like Scott's already put a plan in place for some of the 
the older kids in the club, under 16s and under 18s, and they've already started to do coaching badges, to do child welfare, uh, safeguarding. And that, in turn, could develop coaches. If they don't want to play for CY or Liffey's or Bridge, any of the other clubs, they might become coaches or backroom. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's amazing. Because I remember we, we CY had a coach, at one of the, the, the managers, a long time ago, had somebody over from AX, and he was talking about it. And he, something similar, where the AX top team and the AX under the eights all had exactly the same gear right through the whole lot. But he said they try to keep their own within the club but there's not always a role for a footballer. Yeah. It might be a physio, it might be a coach, it might be, you know, yeah. somebody in the background, you know, customer service or whatever but they all try and it's 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 developing um, a club mentality exactly. and a club person yeah. and that's what you're trying to do. Yeah, And, and, and it benefits the whole community when you have people like that in the community you, you might develop as you say the likes of physios or people working in in mental health area around sports psychology and all that and that benefits not just the players in that club yeah. but all the players in other clubs if you have that resource in the area well as i said earlier, on, you know? the, the thing about it is that the, the players and even the the, 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 uh, the under 18s 19s coming through to us over the years and yeah. their expectation is totally different to what it would have been five yeah. eight years ago yeah. So when they see the clubhouse or they see the pitches or they see the referees or, you know, they see the gear that they're getting and all the rest of it, they're looking at that and saying, what's what's the standard here? Mm. Now, not every, it's not for everybody. The fellow wants to go for a point and have a game of ball. There's a game of ball yeah. there somewhere for yeah, them. Exactly, yeah, exactly. You know, so you're, you're trying to set a standard to, to bring it to the top. Yeah. You know, as much as as much as you can. And in fairness, hand up to Scott and yourselves. That's the look. As I say, we support you yeah. right behind, right behind We appreciate right. that, Charlie. And appreciate the help from all the clubs, you know, especially CY. We have a good link there with CY at the minute, having had an under-18s under, under 18s going playing under-19s for CY. Well, you it's know? good. There's a path there link. now, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and it's we, we now can see, you've seen yourself there, Jake Craig got a goal the other night, yeah. you know, playing in the last 16 of the All-Ireland. Yeah. You know, a couple of years ago, he's played for Cambridge. Yeah. You know, and it's now fantastic. he's going to, you know, hopefully... If we get the right draw, we might get a good league of Ireland draw in, yeah. in, uh, in the uh, Senior Cup. Yeah, huge for know. them, yeah. Um, thanks for that, Charlie. Uh, I think we move on. Um, speaking of young lads uh, like Jake, I uh, think we move on to the older <laughs> lads. The well, over 35s had a hugely yeah, successful they, year. They, they, they've been amazing, right? So you have, uh, say, Patsy Town or Irishtown CY, yeah. whatever everybody wants to go, I don't really. It's a, yeah. that, that doesn't bother me in any shape or form. All I can see... It's people who are using their club members are after winning the league unbeaten. Unbelievable. And I'm absolutely over the moon for the likes of uh, the, the committee, the Jameses and the yeah. Charlie and Peter and, and you know and Kevin. And they've they've uh, TJ and I'm sure gonna leave somebody else. <laughs> no, yeah. But um they for for a long, long time they've watched sides around them winning things and all the rest yeah. of it, and they were just off the mark and it was you know, they were unlucky and and it, we came together a couple of years ago and we we you know and it just happened that a lot of the lads that I would have managed over the years were turning in and around that age. And it worked out for them. And they went unbeaten, the whole season unbeaten, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, they, they were, uh, I'm sure they would have liked to pick up a couple on the way, but maybe this year they'll do that. They're back pre-season yeah. and they're flying plenty of numbers. Um, and it's great to see it. And, yeah. they, and, and, and what I love about it, they've embedded themselves in the club now. So yeah. they're part of what's yeah. going on. You know, yeah. um, a great group, group of a lads. Good bunch of lads, yeah. you know. But on this Saturday up in 
up in is it the, it's not the Lansdowne Hotel they're 28 I think it is they have their presentation oh, I'm just yeah. going to grab the details um, and they're, uh, they're celebrating up there and uh, you know I can only say they, they, they were presented with their cup last uh, last week or the week after and they're all walking even James is six foot tall now, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. you know <laughs> that sounds something <laughs> But uh, I'm delighted for them because, they, yeah. as I say, they've waited a yeah. long, long time. And, and listen, lads, I'll be there, you know, yeah. uh, looking forward to a great night. I was lucky enough to have a point outside the yacht with, with a lot of the lads today. They won. And if that's anything to go by, when the 28, you say? The 28, that yeah. Should, that should be one hell of a night, yeah. you know. Just... They speakers and mics and... And you had the girls, uh, Steve, came back. Yeah, that I remember that well. the same day. So yeah. There it is there, Keith. It's the award ceremony is in the Lansdowne Hotel, yeah. Uh, the seventh on the uh, seven a.m. on the twenty eighth. Seven p.m. I hope it is not seven a.m. Sorry, <laughs> seven p.m. Um, so they deserve yeah. it. I'm delighted for them. And they have they started back preseason. Started back last night. Um, uh, big numbers there. You know, we will wait and see how that goes. But yeah. at the moment, you know, there's a there's a positivity around the place. You know, brilliant. So brilliant. look, winning. It's yeah. a great habit to get into. A hundred percent. So the ladies, both 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 women's section doing fantastic yeah. last year. Yeah. Um, cup wins, league wins, yeah, and um, the other 45s, yeah. The a new a lot of young players coming through in the first team, yeah. The Saturday side now doing fantastic. I mean, it's looking fresh again, you know, and we're really happy. And as I said, yeah. you know, from our end of it, you know, one of the biggest wins we ever had is the clubhouse, yeah, you know, yeah. So it's it's, it's been amazing, and you know, it's uh. It's a huge, huge resource to have there. Fantastic. Absolutely. But it's it's there for a lot of people, a lot of other people and as well, you know. Speaking of the clubhouse, um I know from ourselves Cambridge, we've a lot of community groups and, and even some businesses and stuff using our clubhouse. Um have you got many local groups or local using the community? Oh, do you know using what? this sorry, using the clubhouse. We had a chat the other day about this and um we counted up how many groups we had. So I will just rattle off a few that they they're not here every week. When they, when they need it, they'll give us a shout, you know. And, yeah. and, you know so if it likes the RDRD, the Christmas Festival, the, the, the Leo Diversity Group, the Men's Shed, Dublin Park Marine uh, Training Sessions, with physios who are using the place, we've uh, the Summer Festival, obviously, that we're, we're all big into. There's general fitness classes going on, the FAI have used it, Cambridge, Liffey's, uh, Marks have used it, the bingo groups. Residence groups, that's the likes of George Reynolds and all them, they've used it. The Rings and Park groups where we hold held our meetings. Um, and then you have our Saturday side, our Sunday side, the first ladies, the second ladies. Yeah. And the 35. So it's it's a community place, you yeah. know, it's it's it's, it's there. Uh, I know we were talking off air ourselves about but the thing about it is the money is is massive. Yeah. You know, the, the, the bills the are running costs are phenomenal, are yeah. Absolutely, you know. And people probably don't understand that as it but we didn't understand it on them bills there coming in. Yeah. And it's it's how do you cut back in? Yeah. How do you provide yeah. to these groups but on the other side not be a loser yourself yeah. because every time you open the door yeah. and you don't want you want to be seen to be helping. When it's available, it's just, you know. It, it's a very fine balance and actually now from ourselves at Cambridge, you know, we've been getting so in you've so something we, similar we, then, have you? Yeah, well we've a lot of a lot of the same groups, like yeah, you know, yeah. neurodiversity, um the FAI um, a lot of the dance groups. Um, th- there's a women's group that have it hold have a tea every Friday down there. Uh, we have local community discos. We, we and then it's hired out the big hall. It's hired out. People put bouncy castles in. Right. So there's a community rate like just to cover the costs. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Because 
with the price of bills now, it's absolutely huge. And we'd love to open the doors to everyone and, and not charge a penny. But we have to charge just enough to cover costs. Yeah, yeah. So th- that's what that's the way the pathway we go, you know. Um, but it is, as you say, the community built these clubs and they fundraise, they help, they, you know what I mean, as well as the, the, the grants and all the other stuff. But without the support of the community, we wouldn't have either clubhouse, I don't think. No, no, 100%. You know what because I mean? it just doesn't get done. You know, yeah. you're taking these things on on your yeah. own. It doesn't get done. It's like... You know, we, we built a clubhouse. We didn't build a club. Crusaders are involved. You know, yeah. it, nothing seems to get done on your own. No. You need you need yeah. other groups. Yeah. I mean, we, we've often gone over and used the Stella Club for road yeah. sessions and things yeah. like that. You know, yeah. and that's open. We've now put in our yeah. own bit of gym gear. We've used your clubhouse. Yeah. Use yours. Ours. And we've used uh, The lads yeah. are down to, to some of the uh, Johners and yeah. others are coming down to get, use the physio and things yeah. like that. You know? yeah. so, but that's the way it should be. Of course, yeah. But it, it has to be. It can't be just an open door either. No, of course. You know, you, you have to, you have to be, you know, respect the clubhouse. But yeah, I couldn't believe when I seen some of the bills. It's crazy. In, you know, like. and I know the FAI have said that they, they have something coming down the line that they got it, but it worked out. I don't think they said two million euro. Now one could be wrong, but that's between every single, single. club. No, yeah. it wasn't the FAI. It was the government said it. So it's yeah. every club, whether it's knitting clubs, right yeah, the whole yeah, they're all got to yeah. take. Yeah. Something now that 10 yeah. million, so it's not a whole lot of money. So you, you look, I just look at because at I'd be on the DDSL website weekly, you know what I mean? That's that's one Dublin district league, yeah. you know what I mean? The amount of teams on that, it's yeah. just phenomenal, it's mind blowing, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's one district, yeah. one underage section that's throughout the MGL. I'm talking about from the school boy, school girl section, yeah. North NDSL. You have to, you know what I mean? It's just like when you're listening well, to the smaller the, businesses in the in the area struggling yeah. and possibly not yeah. gonna open the doors. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. it's it's frightening, but yeah. people need to sit up and need to, need to hear that clubs are gonna struggle. Yeah. You know, they're gonna struggle for the, the, like house households are gonna struggle. Yeah. If you're opening a club and you're running it for four hours and you've eighteen showers going or whatever it is, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's a different yeah. story. It's something you know. Yeah. People so, wait for having a moment, but we're not. No, it's, it's fact. Come here, I did be shouting. My own lad loves it. Loves a long shower, yeah, and he yeah. likes he likes two of them a day, one before and one yeah, after school. So uh, <laughs> I I know. Can imagine running seventeen showers, <laughs> the cost involved. Uh, right, Charlie. I think it's nearly time to turn off the showers at yeah, this stage. They're gone cold now. <laughs> I don't know what to be saying next. Uh, thanks again for for this evening. Um, it's been great chatting with you. Yeah. Always is. It's always a pleasure. Uh, it's nice to be on the radio show when I'm back in the country. Yeah. <laughs> For once. Um, leading on to next week's show. Next week we have the, the two elder statesmen of the group. Uh, Satan Greasy. Wem- Wembo. <laughs> <laughs> Wembo's probably still out of the country. <laughs> um, yeah, we have our uh, Paddy McGuinness and Gay Bourne. And we have a new segment called the, the Golden, Golden Game. The Golden Games. So the two boys are going to look over uh, past games they might have been involved in or watched. Or they know about. See if they uh, can remember now. Yeah, they yeah. the pair of them. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so listen in next week should be fun. So thanks again, Charlie. Thanks, Keith. Thanks, Thanks Dylan. Dylan.